Since our last session, uh, Lake Mendota is down one half of an inch. That means it's down approximately two and a half inches from the the peak uh, six seven days ago last uh, last Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, we're not concerned solely about Lake Mendota. We've also got concerns about Lake Monona. As we release waters into Lake Mendota, from Mendota, excuse me, as we release waters from Lake Mendota to Lake Monona, and I shouldn't say we really, as Dane County does it, uh, that can create additional problems uh, in the Lake Monona area, the low-lying areas around uh, Monona Bay, Brittingham Park, and obviously Belle Island in uh, the community of Monona. Again, for the latest information, people should go to cityofmadison.com forward slash flooding. And we will continue to have concerns, certainly through Wednesday. Let me mention, we look forward to three rain events since the massive rain last Monday night and Tuesday morning. We had a rain event on Friday, which fortunately was lower than predicted. We had a rain event Sunday night and uh, or very early this morning, which again was lower than uh, we'd feared. Our third rain event will be coming up uh, Tuesday, maybe later tonight, but Tuesday. If that rain event can stay at an inch or so, we're going to be looking pretty good uh, going into the Labor Day weekend. Now, let me just mention, Ed, the question comes up, at what point are we going to feel that we can absorb a heavy rain? And it's estimated that we need five or six successive days without rain, and obviously uh, sunshine during that period would help. So I would say that uh, if we can start Wednesday morning with five, six dry days, that uh, the days following Labor Day will, gonna, will be in pretty good shape. The Dane County staff has been working continually uh, in two very important areas having an effect on, on uh, the water levels and, and, and improving our situation. And I want to thank them for the work they're doing in releasing waters on a, uh, on a uh, reliable basis from Lake Mendota into Lake Monona, and then the weed harvesting at the south end of Lake Monona which is facilitating the movement of those waters uh, away from us down the Ahara chain. They've been using, let me just mention, 10 weed harvesters, and they removed 270 loads of aquatic plants. 
we had initially distributed about 15 to 1,700 door hangers to residents in affected areas of flooding. As we've seen the movement of the waters over the weekend, we've added about 1,000 to 1,200 additional homes and businesses to vulnerable areas. Those areas are in the vicinity of the south end of the Truex runway to the old site of the Shopco uh, department store and staying on that side of Aberg Avenue. There's some areas around Highway 30 where Starkweather Creek intersects. We've got some additional areas around Monona Bay and along the uh, southern uh, shore of Lake Monona in the Winona Way area. Again, the maps of the flooded area can be found on the city website that addresses the flooding. Our sandbag total has increased from the initial 40,000 up to 160,000 sandbags, and we're in no danger of running out. I do want to thank the, the National Guard and the volunteers who've helped fill those sandbags and, and get them distributed along with the city staff. The questions come up, what are we going to do with the sandbags after the event is over? Uh, those sandbags that were dr remain dry, uh, the sand in them can be used in our usual winter spreading of sand and salt on city streets during snowstorms and ice, ice events. Um, other uh, uh, uses may end up being as fill in construction sites. Those sandbags that get wet and are contaminated uh, will probably have to be disposed in the landfill. We've got five sites where the sandbags are being used. For now, we've got some streets reopened. All lanes of East Washington are, are open. Uh, First Street has got two lanes northbound, and we've opened the second lane on, on the southbound side. Portions of East Main and North Livingston are both open. Johnson Street is still closed. Johnson Street will probably be the last street that's reopened. East Main by the Yahar River and Northern Court is, is still closed. Marston by Tenney Park uh, between Johnson and uh, Sherman are, is closed and the 7800 blocks of, of East Mifflin. Metro will continue to uh, provide free service today but we expect to restore normal fare service tomorrow. Uh, we want to remind people electricity and water do not mix. If any kind of electrical unit in your residence or business uh, takes on, on water, the obvious thing to do is stay away, notify MG&E. Uh, might add that we didn't get the high winds last night, and so we did not have major problems with trees down or, or power outages. But just in case loss of electricity, uh, keep refrigerator and freezer doors shut 
uh, as much as possible. Most modern refrigeration units will will keep food closed for for considerable. Uh, will keep food cold for a considerable pe- period of time, and uh, make sure your your cell phones are regularly charged. Again, if you're in any of the identified vulnerable areas, please move. Uh, your valuables and whatever you can out of the basement. Uh, get a submersible pump if you're in a high-risk area. Make sure it's working. Sandbag your property. And again, I just might say that read the instructions on how to sandbag a property. Uh, I just uh, drove by an area where I saw sandbags uh, around a home. The sandbags are all the way out to the sidewalk. That means, in effect, that the homeowners have created a path for water to go between the sandbags and the foundation. You do not want to store water uh, adjacent to the foundation of your home. We've received reports of people walking, swimming, and kayaking in floodwaters. This water is not safe. First of all, if you walk in it barefoot, as others have done, you don't know what's under there in terms of glass, sharp objects, contamination. And in terms of of swimming and kayaking, You don't know when there might be a sudden movement of that water. Uh, Or, uh, again, if you should ingest it, what's exactly in there. Big Top Events from Bree Stevens Field donated 200 cases of bottled water for volunteers and workers. And we just want to take an opportunity to thank them. Again, to thank the the National Guard, uh, to thank all the hundreds of volunteers uh, who've been called upon or who've uh, uh, put their name on a list if we need help in terms of evacuation. So that's pretty much a summary as to where we are now. Any questions? Mayor, if I could, just a clarification. Yes, Rob. Uh, on Johnson Street, we uh, it's unlikely we'll be able to fully open Johnson Street, but we'll... Uh, We'll look at uh, that on a daily basis to see if there is a possibility of opening uh, one lane in each direction uh, like we had just before the the closure. Thanks. Decision-making once we get this this next round of rain, when, how do you decide when to evacuate? It depends upon the... we We aren't looking at the rain causing an evacuation. That's... That is an event where that is a contingency event that we're, we're planning for, but not we're not looking at evacuations really as a as a say attributed to it to, tonight. What's that? Can you say that yeah. yeah. So uh, we are working on contingency plans in case we are we do get more water than necessary, but uh, more likely scenario is that with rain, uh, significant rain, the water levels will go up but we're not looking at evacuation at this time. Keep, keep, keep in mind, um, if we'd got heavy rains Friday, which we didn't, if we'd had heavy rains last night, which we didn't, it would have taken, on top of that, 
a three to five inch rain in the next 24 hours to cause concern between now and Wednesday. So uh, those two previous rains were fortunately less than anticipated. We don't expect any kind of mammoth rain in the next 36 hours. So while we do have contingency plans, we really do not think they're going to be operational. And what are uh, city engineers doing? We've seen a lot of the storm drains are pretty full right now with water. Are they still pumping throughout the city? Can you kind of walk through that plan that they have right now? I, I yeah. So um, the, the water that you see in the storm drains is a backwater of the Yahar River and the lakes. Um, there's one location where, where we're able to pump, but for the most part, um, those sewers are connected to the Yahar River in many places. And um, in order to get the water off the street when it does rain, we need those drains to be opened. So that, that is um, pumping to lower the water level in the storm sewers is not, not going to work uh, in most locations. Again, it's a backwater of the Yahar River and Lake Monona. And are you guys concerned about bacteria and everything? Obviously, in these waters going into the river and the lakes, are you putting out any warnings yet to not go into the lakes? Well, anytime you've, you've got flooding, you have the potential for uh, bacteria and, and other things in the water, so we recommend that people stay out of the water at this time. Yeah, we still like folks to uh, reduce their travel through the Isthmus area as much as possible. We're hoping that by Wednesday, things will return to normal. Uh, do you think, you know, if, we, if things don't return to normal, do you have plans yet, or is it too far out to even consider Labor Day weekend? I mean, if you're putting out a warning for people to avoid the water, this is We're, a big holiday weekend coming up. Well, first of all, we doubt that... Uh, the boating restrictions on the lakes will be lifted by Labor Day weekend. Uh, we anticipate that the no-wake uh, rules will still be in effect. But in regards to uh, uh, the impact of this weather, as I said earlier, if we can get five dry days, we think that uh, life can return to normal in terms of day-to-day -day activities, obviously for people impacted by the flooding, that's going to be some time. Does five dry, dry days mean all of South Central Wisconsin, just the Madison area? We're, 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 talking, we're talking about the, the watershed. So it means, and, and, and this is important, um, it's not just the city of Madison, but it's the areas to our north and to our west where those uh, lands drain into Lake Mendota coming in mostly through the Cherokee Marsh. Um, you know, you got to keep in mind, just looking at the uh, measurement, the official measurement, which is at Truex, does not tell the story. If you look at the official measurement for Monday, Tuesday's event last week, it was less than four inches. If you look at the unofficial totals, it ranged from 9 to 15 inches in the western parts of the city 
and the west and northwest portions of the watershed. I'm talking to lots of volunteers who have been out. Um, I'm just curious if you're surprised that, I mean, I think, I think 600 people have signed up. I'm just wondering if you could elaborate more on your thoughts about the work that they're doing. Well, it's just, you know, it, it's marvelous the kind of response that, that we're getting from uh, not just Madison, but, but, but the whole metropolitan area. And, uh, you know, the, the, the fact that people are, uh, are driven to help, uh, wanting to make life better for their neighbors and their community. And, you know, that's always been part of Madison and Dane County. When you look at the worst-case scenario that concerned us last Tuesday and Wednesday, um, things are promising. We, we did not get as much rain Friday and Sunday as predicted, and that's real good. And if we can make it through the next 36 hours, it'll be even better. Um, the, the problem in situations like this is people would like to know it's over. Um, you get a snowstorm, it, it immobilizes us for a day or two, takes another day or two to uh, get all the streets passable, and then we can get on with our winter days. We can't say that in this instance. We can't say that everything's going to be fine uh, Labor Day weekend or in mid-September. It's all dependent on the level of the lakes and how much additional rain we get. And that, as we've learned, is, is not predictable. Uh, it's, that's the challenge. So we prepare for the worst. And we hope for the best. And their, their uh, neighbors should no, go ahead. Na neighbors should prepare. I just want to make sure everybody is realizes we're not out of the woods. Yeah, or out of the water. <laughs> um, another thing too, for people that have wells at home, uh, do you see that you guys will have kits available for them to do water testing and stuff like that? I don't think we've got any more uh, uh, individual wells in the city of Madison, and so. The Dane County uh, Public Health will take care of that. There's a shelter at West High School. It's the last open shelter. Any ideas how long do you anticipate that staying open for? We've got one particular facility where water compromised the electrical system, uh, and we cannot predict when that will be repaired and what the needs of those tenants are. So that's, that's, that's something we can't estimate at this time. Plus, it's compounded by the fact that we're in the height of Epic's 8,000 visitors. Uh, by, by the way, shout out to them. Welcome to Madison. Uh, so that, that just compounds it. But we're, we're going to do both. We're going to deal with the rain, and we're going to be great hosts for our visitors. As far as we can tell, our public schools are fine. We're keeping a sharp eye on O'Keefe 
uh, old Marquette School uh, by the Yahar River uh, because of the potential for flooding there, but the, school, the school's in good shape. Okay? And one more question for you. Is the message just don't go in the water, don't step in it, don't kayak in it, even if, if you're in a kayak or a boat? All right, let me, let's, let's start out. It's flooded water. We have no knowledge of any bacterial or chemical contamination. But don't take any kind of risky action or behavior. In other words, don't walk in it without protective clothing. I mean, it's just not responsible to go into that water with bare feet, as we've seen some people do. And in terms of playing in the water, the kayaking and the canoeing, while it might be nice to have a selfie, uh, canoeing or kayaking on some city street, it's not safe. If you go over into the water, you've got an issue. And as I said earlier, you don't know when you may run into fast-moving waters, when it can all change. There'll be plenty of time to do it after this event is over, and we know everything's safe. Also, repeat the very first message uh, from a week ago. Do not drive through anything deeper than two, three inches, and think about the consequences of what you're doing. Even going as fast as eight to ten miles an hour through three, four inches of water can create a wake, can push the water onto neighboring property, can cause erosion. City streets were not built uh, to act as rivers. All right?